Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to High Mythology, the show where we get higher than raw at midday and uh, listen to Kim tell some stories. So uh, today we've got a couple special guests. You know them from uh, the Chewed Up and Spit Out podcast and just about everything else, fucking Howley boys. <laughs> uh, our main men. Well, still Jeff over here. And I'm Timmy, a.k.a. the Fat Chef. And Kim's coming at us with a little bit of Celtic mythology today. So uh, why don't you go ahead and take it over, Kimbo? Okay. Hi, everyone. This story comes from the Irish Celtic mythology. It's called the Fiannan Cycles. Um, first of all, I would like to apologize for massacring the names because I know I will not get any of these right. Um, also, I would like to point out that the Celtics did not believe in writing the stories down long ago. They thought it was a sign of weakness. So, we're so the writings now. for pussies. These stories are based <laughs> yes. off of all the clans that were part of Ireland that had formed out and split apart. You know, Celtics go as far as all the way down to Rome and shit. Like, they have spread yeah. out. Like I didn't know until she started researching this that the fucking Gauls were Celtic. I yeah, just, they are the I, original. I thought they were just the people from the, the show Spartacus. Yeah. <laughs> Central of the Iberian Peninsula Gauls. We're talking about the same Gauls, right? Yeah, the Gauls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were Celtic as fuck. Yeah. Hmm. So there's there's a shit ton of stories, and I hope I got them in the right order because a lot of them weren't put together at all. But... Most of them made the most sense to me in this order. So, okie dokes. The story of Theon MacCumhale, also known as the Theonin Cycle. So long ago, there was a man named Come King Cumhale. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cumhale. <laughs> Cumhale. Uh, sorry, that one got me deep. <coughs> oh, already, already. We're at Cumhill. Already. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, so long ago, there was a man named King Cormac, and he gathered the strongest warriors from all over Ireland to form a band of mercenaries <laughs> called the Fianna. The Fianna mainly consisted of two clans. Clan Basine, led by a man named Cumhill, and Clan Mor- Morna, led by a man named Gull. Since there was not yet a chieftain, the two men rivaled for the seat, until eventually Cumhale was decided to leave the Fianna. The Fianna were hired by all sorts of people for their strength and fighting skills, from high kings to villagers needing protection from warring clans. Anyway, many years go by, and Cumhale was a famous warrior. You heard about that guy Cumhale? How could I not? (laughs) I heard he didn't have the gall. I heard he didn't have the gall. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yes. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, many years go by and came Cumhale was a famous warrior one day he was walking about and he came across a beautiful maiden he fell in love with her at first sight and went to her father for permission to marry her oh shit I forgot to say her name was Morian. Morian. yeah sorry that's uh, like that's gotta be an awkward 
uh, conversation too. The, the old school way. First thing, like, hey, I just met your daughter out on the street. I haven't talked to her yet, but do you mind if I just <laughs> marry that? <laughs> I, got a, I got a cow, a chicken, maybe a goat if you're lucky. The goat and a half? <laughs> I mean, my last name's Cumhale, so well, you mean, know my pullout game's strong. He's a famous warrior, so why wouldn't you want your bitch to be married to him? Yeah. Right? Oh, he's probably got more than a cow, a chicken, and a goat then to give yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a baby's arm. <laughs> <laughs> Her father was a powerful druid named Tog, and he spurned any potential suitor after he had prophesied that her marriage would result in him losing his home. Cumhale refused to be parted with Morian, so he stole her away in the night, and they eloped. Eloped. Didn't even get a chicken for him. He didn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> what well, the fuck? That is not fair. Just the pronunciation of the word eloped sounds like you <laughs> eloquently tripped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When uh, Tog found out, he ran to the High King Khan and demanded justice. Khan! Khan, there's actually a money stories about him. It's called Khan the, the 100. And I don't know what the fuck that means, uh-huh. but we'll, I'll, I'll figure it out another time. I still want to go for a frolic. <laughs> Sorry, elope made me think of frolic. <laughs> That's what you do when you elope, right? <laughs> it's like, do you walk away to elope? Like, no, you frolic away and elope somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what deers do, right? You know what's great is I'm the sober one that has like the highest thoughts. <laughs> elope, I'm going to go frolic around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the High King Khan sympathized with Tog and agreed to help. He sent Cumhale, his own clan, the Fianna, after him. When the Fianna eventually catch up to Cumhale and Maureen, Morianne, they have a fierce fight and Gull takes Cumhale's life. Morianne was sent back to her father. Upon her arrival back home, she was found to be with child. When her father Tog was outraged and ashamed of her pregnancy, he rejected her entirely, sentenced her to burn at the stake. Oh, burnt steak. That's a really hard rejection, actually. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't you could like just like good, stop uh, talking to somebody for a minute. You know? <laughs> Who doesn't like a good witch burning? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Tis the season. I, I mean, and you're from Oregon, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the other Salem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Salem's just meth. <laughs> it's like witch burnings, only it smells like a lot more plastic. <laughs> So the High King Khan was present and took pity on Morianne and forbade her death. Instead, of the, high, instead the High King Khan sent Morianne to live with the Cumhale's sister, a famous druidess by the name of Rodemal. Rodemal Cumhale. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cumhale's sister like Cumpom? <laughs> Cumpom. <laughs> Rodemal Cumpom. <laughs> so, not just her, but her partner as well, a Cum-thrum. warrior druidess named Lilith Lutra. Oh, warrior druidess. So, you have a hunter warrior druidess, and then you have the magic druidess. And it just says that they're partners, it doesn't say anything about. Whether or not they were actually together together. So don't get that dirty mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were just her companion. A couple That's of druid a couple of bad druidesses just out on the town forest. <laughs> <laughs> after after a short time, Morian gives birth to a boy and names him Damon. Dem Damon D Damonin? Demonin? I don't know. Damon? Go hang yourself out that window. Do it for me. I like that. No, because N E is like 
Demone? Nye. So it'd be Dem Nye. Dem Nye out, la- out louder on here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Dem Nye come hail. <laughs> Dem Nye. And not long after that, she is sent back to her father, Tog, who he then marries off her off to King Carey. Anyway, Damon is raised by his aunt, Rodemal, and Lilith, or Lyeth, and he learns to be a druid from his aunt and how to be a warrior hunter from Lyeth. Uh, Damon was really tall boy. After all, he was part giant. Well, he's Ooh. part giant. Yeah. Yikes, he was. He I was, mean, I don't know how the fuck he became a giant. It doesn't describe anything about him. Just out of nowhere. Dad. He's just yeah, a tall he's, boy. He was part giant. Yeah. yeah. It was said like when he was six years old, he was already seven foot tall. Damon. Damien. Damn. Damien Donkey Dick. That's <laughs> Damien like, I just never <laughs> wrote anything giant. about that. But. Ask Tormund Giant Spain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. That's. Yeah. A seven foot tall baby is a weird thing to think about too, though. That'd be pretty pretty scary too. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I mean, not so much a baby. All babies do is sleep, cry, eat, and toddler. Shit. Seven foot tall toddler. Yeah, like a seven foot tall three year old would be. Someone's awful. getting their head twisted off. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, by the age of ten, Damon was already becoming well known. His aunt and partner were all uh, worried that he would be found there, and Gull Mac Morna of the Fianna would come kill him. The guy that killed his dad. Oh, yeah. So he would want to seek revenge and, like, you know. He's a real cum hater. You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, I mean, because he has a right to, like, lead the Fianna. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to kill potential suitors. Anyway. He is part suitors. giant. He is part giant. <laughs> Damon decided he needed to change his name and suck, and that he needed to seek out his uncle, Crimhall. <laughs> yeah, Cumhale and Crimhall. <laughs> Please tell me Crimhall's last name is Cumhale. I doesn't say. Because that would be it the would best, be like. Crimhale Cumhale. It should be. Yeah. Crimhale Cumhale. Crimhale Cumhale. <laughs> Were there surnames? Uh, I don't know. Celts have surnames? I have well, no I'm idea. like Latin style, like Crim. It would be like being constrained. You know? I believe that's their first names. Okay. Because when you say. Fion or Finn Mac Cumhale. It means Fion, son of Cumhale. Okay. Uh, so when I say uh, Gull Mac Morna, it's Gull, son of Morna, the clan Morna. Okay. That's how the Irish were. That's how the, the Mac started. Uh, also, his name was also known as Finn McCool. I forgot to mention that. Finn McCool. Like the, so you might I hear like me him. calling him <laughs> Finn, and and sometimes you'll hear me calling him Fion. Yeah. So I do apologize, like if it gets a little confusing. Finn, this is all Finn about McCool him. Finn McCool sounds like a great stage name to me, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you though, every time she says that, it instantly changes the picture of of the guy in my mind. <laughs> it goes from Celtic warrior to like medieval Fonzie. <laughs> what are we gonna do? He fucking just elbows the tree, and some beers fall out. Hey, fucking Finn McCool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> so he knew his uncle. Crimhall lived in Connaught, Connaught, and Damon changed his name to Theon and headed west to find his uncle. Along the way, he comes across a clan with young boys playing in a nearby lake. They challenged him to a swimming match, and (laughs) Theon swam so fast. (laughs) 
Hey, he was the fastest swimmer <laughs> twice in my life. Swimmer. He had to be, otherwise <laughs> I'd catch up to him. I'm sorry. Uh, he went across the lake and back before the other boys even made it halfway across the lake. The clan's chieftain was watching the race and was embarrassed that his clan's boys could not win. So he demands them to wrestle and sticks all of his clan Ooh. boys on Fion. Fion kicks all <laughs> of clan their boys, asses. Get him. <laughs> he kicks, he handles balls. it all like a fucking champ. Like a champ. And uh, the chieftain decides to make Fion one of his hunters. On Fion's first hunt, the kill was so spectacular that the chieftain came to realize that Fion was the son of Cumhale, and he told Fion that he could not protect him in, from his father's enemies and sent him on his way. The Proud Boys didn't have no pride. No pride. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not very McCool. Ooh. <laughs> Finish this joke, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. You fucker. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so Fion decides to continue to find his uncle. Then he came across the king of Caria, Carriage, who invited him for a game of chess. Fion was super smart and kept beating the king at chess, and the king soon realized he was the son of, son of Cumhale and told Fion that he could not keep him safe, so Fion decides to keep looking for his uncle. Man, a few days later... Anything. Nobody wants to help this kid. No! <laughs> You're son of Cumhale. You have the gall who... Well, you know, gall you have over. the gall. <laughs> coming well, after you. Literally, you have the gall coming after you. <laughs> when gall killed... Come hail, he became the clan leader, so he owns the Fianna, so he would make the Fianna go cha- charge him down. Nobody wants to fuck with the Fianna. Nobody wants to fuck with It's them. a band of fucking strong-ass motherfuckers. It's the Wu-Tang Clan of the Celtic world. Because <laughs> I've heard that the Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing, nothing to, to fuck, fuck with. with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, uh, well done, guys. Well done. So Fionn <laughs> comes across a woman crying, and... She told Fionn that her son was killed unprovoked by a passing warrior. Fionn catches up to the warrior and fights in his first battle and wins. It turns out that that warrior was the son of Morna and had been party to his father's slaying. He knew this because the warrior had on him his father's crane skin treasure bag of magical items. Magic bag. With his feathers... (laughs) What the fuck? Wow, I, <laughs> I was really drunk when I wrote this. I'm I've sorry. got a magical <laughs> hair. <bag>. Wow. <laughs> okay, so with his magical Mary Poppins bag in hand, he finds out that his uncle has hasn't even been near Conat. 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 He had been going the wrong way, so he headed in the direction the compass told him to go. He was following a compass and went the wrong way. I thought you said he nah. was smart. No, because <laughs> well, big. he had last heard that his uncle was in coconut. 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 coconut? <laughs> Sorry. How do we spell this? Margaritaville. Con. Con not. Con not. But it's not ever pronounced the way the Irish fucking say it. I'm gonna knock. I okay. like Margarita. So anyway, so <laughs> he had heard his uncle lived in this place, but so he started heading towards it. And in his Mary Poppins bag, his father's magical Mary Poppins bag, there's all sorts of shit in there. Apparently, he has a compass. So he pulled a that, compass out of his dad's beanbag. Yeah, and apparently he has Prison a compass wallet. that <laughs> if you, it's kind of like fucking Jack Sparrow. If you tell it what you want, 
Oh, it'll point you in it the proper points way. You, yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Now, now I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm sorry. This, yeah. uh, it, it was just, uh, you're good. I, they don't explain this. No, you know yeah. what I mean? I just thought that, you know, he was real good at chess, but then couldn't read a compass. Which, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the giant part. Uh, the thing giant over. part. <laughs> so he does find his uncle. And then with the members, apparently he is with members of the old Fianna, which are uh, when Gull MacMorna became the chieftain of the Fianna, the sons of Basine, that was where Cumhale came from. Oh, They didn't want to follow, so they broke off. Hmm. And it's just like a little band of them. A little so, traveling uh, band of them. So yeah, he finds them, and they all decide that they wanted to follow Fion because he told them who he was, and he was like, "Oh, we'll follow you." We'll follow. Somewhere. Come hell, what the fuck? Why not? Mm-hmm. And then, you seem pretty fucking McCool. And I can <laughs> see you've got your father's magic bean bag. That's clearly got, you. You got the classic come hell bean bag. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell that just from looking at you. Yeah. So this is all while he's ten years old. Jesus. If you think about it, he's only like eight foot tall. Uh, ten. Uh, all right. Yeah. Maybe he's thinking like uh, the bean stalk that plants these beans in his bean yeah. bag. <laughs> I got a big bean bag, but one day my bean stalk will grow. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so months go by, and Fionn decides that he wants to go on a short journey to see the land and learn its stories. He comes across a druid poet named Finnegus, who is fishing in a river under a grove of hazelnut trees. Finnegus tells Fionn that he's been there for seven years trying to catch the salmon of knowledge, which inhabits that very pool of water on the river's edge. Fuck yeah. The salmon of knowledge. The salmon <laughs> of knowledge. I want some. I want some salmon. I want some salmon of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it might be like a mispronunciation, like a oh, salmon. You know. No, it's clearly a salmon of knowledge. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that, that I'll have the cedar plank salmon of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and can we get that glazed with the uh, tree from the uh, fruit from the tree of knowledge? Also. <laughs> No, I want a fig of courage. Yeah. <laughs> glaze with a fig of courage. Courage glaze with a fig of courage. <laughs> I'll take meat of courage. Meat of courage, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a much better one. <laughs> a fermented fig of courage. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a it's under hazelnut grove. Uh oh. That's what you get with it. Oh yeah. So he tells Fion that whoever eats the salmon will gain all the knowledge of the world. And the salmon got its power from eating only the hazelnuts. That fell from the trees that were blessed by the divine powers. Fuck yeah. Blessed okay. are the nuts that fall from the tree. Same <laughs> <laughs> on. Same on. Yeah. With Fionn's help, Finnegus catches the salmon of knowledge and starts to cook it. Finnegus tells Fionn that he needs to gather a few herbs to make the fish taste better and asks him to watch the ki- fish to make sure that it doesn't burn. So he'd be right back. Okay, leaving a motherfucker in charge of cooking your fish of knowledge is a pretty ballsy <laughs> task, if you ask me. You're kind of asking to get fucked. You know, if I was like the younger crippled brother of Ray Liotta and he told me to keep on stirring that pot, I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, yes, I would. <laughs> Gotta cut the garlic so thin that it'll melt in the yeah. olive oil. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so Fionn agrees, and several minutes go by, and the fish starts to lightly char. So Fionn presses the fish with his thumb to see how far along the fish was. 
it was piping hot and it burned his thumb. So instantly, at pure reaction, he put his thumb in his mouth to soothe the pain. Suddenly, all of the knowledge of the world came flooding into Fionn's mind. Oh, shit. Oh, and he had gained yeah. the fish's powers by accident. <laughs> yeah, Oops. I was going to say, it was his first thought. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I, I don't know. It would have been like, oh, fuck. What the fuck is in this fish? Venegas <laughs> saw everything and told Fionn not to worry, that it was prophesied that he would be the one to gain its powers and insisted that Fionn ate all of the remaining salmon. And fuck, so he does. yeah. But That's a score. He didn't even eat any of it. He just gave a little. No, and then he and told. Then he the. No, yeah, the. Then the guy comes back. The old man says, yeah, came yeah, yeah. back and said, "Like, hey, yeah, like now eat it. <coughs> now eat it, huh? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was <laughs> totally mistaken. You know? Oh, you just fucking you just over here just touching my salmon. You might as well eat it. You might as well just eat the whole fucking fish and knowledge yourself. You licked it. It's yours now. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> destined to be yours. Yeah. Okay. I can see that being spoken by a true graybeard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's my fucking knife? Yeah. Who moved my knife? I'm gonna soul fuck someone. And all, all of, all of the sarcasm is completely lost on the big ten-year-old giant that can't read a compass. <laughs> Thank you, Mister. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> so some say that. The powers, when he had the knowledge of powers, it would just come to him when he called upon him. And then others say that if he ever wished to use the power, he would just have to put his thumb in his mouth. Yeah, I don't think oh, it was his yeah. mouth. <laughs> no, yeah, it had to be in his mouth the same way he got the fish. Wow. wow. <laughs> After spending a year with Finnegus, Fionn decides to hit the road again. He comes across a lively group of partiers and thought, what fun. Yeah, <laughs> where they were headed. Woo! <laughs> and they said to Tara, to the Festival of Gaelic. So Fionn decides that he would go to Tara and take part in the festival's wonders. For those who don't know, the Gaelic festival is also known as the Simahane. Samhain? Samahane? Samahane. Samahane. Sounds right, Samhain. actually. It marks the end of the year of the harvest season, and it was usually celebrated on October 31st. It's essentially Ireland's Day of the Dead. Okay. Hmm. They, they invited him to a wild ass Halloween party. It Sounds gets better. Pretty quinky dinkle. <laughs> <laughs> it was said that on this day that the fairy mounds would open a portal to Magmar, the boys. underworld, <laughs> and all the monsters and demons and ghosts can pass freely into the world of man. Yes. Mm -hmm. So isn't that fucking crazy? Oh, yeah. so this is probably the ha some Halloween origin story shit we're getting into, huh? Did you not hear anything I just fucking said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was here right with you. Oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah. fuck yeah, I, always, I suspected so. Yeah. Right, it's fucking some dope shit. Okay, so when Fionn gets to Tar, he inquires the locals to see what festival offered. He, they, uh, they told him about the many things to do, and that excited Fionn. But they also warned him that he should stay clear from being anywhere near the palace come nightfall. They told him that Tara has been plagued by the same demon named Aelin, who has been terrorizing the capital for the past 23 years. Aelin is a towering evil creature that plays his harps and sings beautiful songs that would put the entire capital to sleep, and then he would set fire to the top of the palace. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I'm going to light you on fire. <laughs> he sets them, he lulls them all to sleep, and then so, he sets. Yeah. And it, like, he does minimal damage. He literally just destroys the palace. And he, uh, like, the king would invite high kings, nobles, lords, like, everyone to this village. 
the Tara was always packed full of people every time. And I'm like, why would you do that knowing that this fucking creature came to your fucking kingdom every He's fucking year? It's like for gold, the part- though. It just puts <laughs> the think, whole fucking to place like, to sleep, though. The melody, like, you know, like a. A harmonic minor people maybe. died <laughs> knowingly people <laughs> died yeah but like even the king wasn't even in the fucking palace when it fucking went down but he put his fucking nobles in there and people other people yeah but when he sings to you get high as fuck <laughs> he's, right a, he's a great musician it's like nodding off after, after a heroin and binge, people you know? people can't help but see him because he's got to like the soothing lullaby style melodies of Kenny G, but he fucking parties like Ozzy Osbourne. He burns the castle down every fucking show. <laughs> okay, so the High King of Tara offered a reward to anyone who could defeat Aelin. Fionn was intrigued by the information that the locals gave him, and he thanked them and walked away. He stuck his thumb in his mouth and suddenly had a fantastic idea on how to <laughs> defeat Aelin. <laughs> He went outside the capital and waited on a rock until nightfall. When night finally arrived, Fionn could make out the sounds of a harp playing. He reached into his Mary Poppins bag and pulled out a spear that was magically super hot at the tip. Like it's been left in the fire. Damn. Okay. I'm going to pierce you with my super hot tip. (laughs) (laughs) Pulled out his bag and his tip and... While that guy's just over there playing some amazing blues harmonica, he is just shredding it on the harp. (laughs) No, I've already got a visual of mine for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) He could then start to hear Aelin's sweet, beautiful voice and starts to get drowsy. He takes his spear. I'm just going to cut you guys off. He takes his spear the tip is and so presses hot. it to his forehead and <laughs> to stay awake. He screams in pain. Fizzle. <laughs> ah, ow. But knew it was the only way to stay awake. He then pulls a fire-resistant shield from his Mary Poppins bag and charges, it, charges at Aelon. When Aelin sees Fionn, he is shocked. <laughs> well, at least he threw a he's shield got a on it. In your hair. <laughs> now he's got a fi- he's got a big ass shield that's fire resistant that will block mm. anything magic thrown at him, and he's got like a fire spear in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all going Shut to the, the dirtiest head. places here. <laughs> Just gonna let you folks home at home know there is a lot of red cheeks. <laughs> so he's this huge, Ooh. like fucking forty foot creature, okay. and. When he sees Fionn, you know, he's like a quarter of his size. Mm-hmm. He's feet. just a little guy, but he's just hanging it he's out. A... He's got that hot tip pointed. He's already thrown a shield on. He's ready to party. And who knows what else comes out of the beanbag. So when Aelin sees Fionn, he is shocked and stops playing his harp. He then opens his mouth and spits fire like a ray gun at Fionn. Oh, so not Snap. only can he play the blues harp, he can also spit rhymes. Okay. <laughs> Fionn blocks it with his shield, and Aelin gets scared. And in all of his thousands of years, he had never heard of a mortal who could defy the powers of a demon. So Aelin says, fuck this, I'm out, and starts to run away. (laughs) Peace, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Deuces. I was spitting fire, dog. Straight fire. (laughs) Had the diaphragm of fire shield here going on. But after he turns around, he stops. For Fionn threw his magic spear, and it struck Aelin through his heart. Ouch. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Dead. 
Fian cuts off his head and goes to back to the palace. He waits for everyone to wake up, and when they do, everyone is joyous. Fian presents the head of Elon as proof of his death to the High King, and the High King is shocked and overwhelmed with joy as well. He tells Fion that he will give him anything that he desires. So Fion tells the High King who he actually was and that he, more than anything, he wished to follow in his father's footsteps and become the chieftain of the Fiena. The High King agrees to his request and was welcomed by all. Even Gaul, who had killed his father, pledged his allegiance to, to Fion. Oh, nice. Fion's exploits were told throughout Ireland. and He was famous as fuck and no one dared to cross his path. There was once a man named Fergus Fionlith, and he hated dogs more than anyone. Well, fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, the Fergus guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, okay. Is that like an anything. actual title? They're like a famous as fuck? Is that an actual title? Yeah. No. I have that title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to clarify, are you, the, are like, you a duke or a like count? I, said, I am famous as fuck. The man, ah. the myth, the yes. fucking legend. Famous as fuck. For sure. I, I just want to like, figure I'm out modernizing how to this shit for you. Gotta, you. Yeah, dumb it I, down I, for I, I want to inspire how to get that title. How do I get that title? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be famous as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta be the man, the myth, the legend, like me. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> Jeffrey Clark. Famous as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the name Fergus Fionlith. He hated dogs more than anyone. Yeah, fuck him. He had a stronghold near the harbor of Galloway. And whenever a dog barked, he would jump up out of his seat and throw everything within reach out of his window at the direction of the barking. He threw rocks at it. You know, if he saw passing by dogs, he would throw rocks and shit. Like, just, he's Asshole. a dick. Like, an all-around fucking, you would hate this shit. man. Get he up. even gave prizes to servants who showed a dislike for dogs as well. And he went as far as when he heard of a man who had drowned a litter of puppies, he offered the man his daughter. And that's how Hitler was born. <laughs> 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 so one day, Fion's mother, Morian, went to visit her son and brought with her her little sister, Torin. Tor- Tyring? Torin? Tyrin. 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 And they warmly welcomed. They were wor- they were warmly welcomed Trent. by the Fianna, not only because of their relationship to Fion, but also because they were beautiful, noble women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Noble girls in the house. Hey, <laughs> Fion was hosting an Ulster chieftain at the Fion. named Eolin Etchtoch. So when to- Torin met e- Eolin, H- they it's fell E-talk, in love. I appreciate sure. it. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. So I'm saying, like, I can't get that shit right. I'm fucking <laughs> terrible. Well, that's, the, that's the fun know. behind high mythology is we make him just smoke a pile of <laughs> weed while trying to read all of these fucking ancient stories. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce some ancient Greek for me, but first smoke this. <laughs> uh, and then. Yeah. Careful, there's hash on top. When Torin <laughs> met Eola and they fell in love, and he asked her to marry him, she accepted. Fion didn't know Eolan very well and had suspicions of him, but eventually he consented to their marriage. And they were married, and they lived happily. You consent then? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> for a while. That's good. So they happy, but just for a while. Um, Eolan had a past and wasn't ashamed of it. He just thought that it was over, you know? 
Years earlier, he had fa- he had met a fairy and fell in love with her. Her name was Octel, Octelive, Octelive. Let's see it. U C T space Deal with a V at the end. Octelive. Ah, Octadelve. Octelve. Octelve. She had given Eolon a magic whistle so that he could open a door to the fairy world and visit her there. They were sweethearts for years and calling each other treasure. But then, for some time, Eolon did not see her. Octelve was worried, telling her, telling herself that her lover was off on some courageous battle or he would just return to her soon enough. I have a hard time to believe like this fairy was a her, to be quite honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your name? Octolief. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll come. I'll come over to the fairy realm with you. <clears throat> I look good in a skirt. I'm just having it hard to believe anybody that doesn't, anybody likes somebody that doesn't like dogs. That's pretty fucked up. Predisposed. No, neither oh, one no, of these no, are. No, no, no. These are two different people. Yeah, these are two. Yeah. Oh. The guy that doesn't like dogs is the name is Fergus. Oh, Fergus. I hope yeah. he gets pierced by a burning spear. Yeah, it's just the tip. <laughs> so, uh, In a fairy mound. She had instead received news of his marriage to Taurine. So she found out that Octelve just stopped visiting her. And then... He, Comes he, back, finds <laughs> out he married some fucking bitch. I, I got married. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Octel became Here, overwhelmed. <laughs> we're going, we're go, we're going out to the fairy realm tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so Octel became overwhelmed with uh, rage and jealousy, and dis- with a rage of jealousy and despair. She had never uh, had a mean bone in her body before. Never felt this kind of anger. So she decided she would destroy their happy marriage. She sat in thoughtful solitude and bitter collectedness until she had a grand plan. She goes to Uh Eolan's stronghold in disguise and comes across Taurine alone in her garden. She sneaks up behind her and pulls out her hazelnut wand. And turns <laughs> Torin into an Irish wolfhound. Uh-oh. Torin is a guy. hound. Torin, as a hound, Bitch. was shaking and quivering. And Ockdelve slapped a chain around the hound's neck. And they headed west towards the stronghold of Fergus Finloyth. Wow. That's actually the first recorded evidence of a woman calling another woman a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> bitch <laughs> she's a dog now <laughs> my chestnut wand so Octelve knew of Fergus's reputation towards dogs and it was because of it that she wanted to bring Toring to the, the hound there uh, she didn't want Toring to have a good home she wanted to make sure that it was the worst home in the world Octelve had no bounds for the anger and jealousy that she had for Toring and the whole walk to Fergus's stronghold Ockdelve would bitterly pull and jerk the chain, <laughs> and then Taurine would let out a sharp cry of Poor ecstasy. Dog. Yeah, I know, right? but she's a dog now. She's yeah, a, but, yeah, you know, jerk my chain. Jerk my. She chain. would also tell Taurine that she's a bad girl. Ooh, and then if <laughs> getting dirty. <laughs> Go ahead, jerk my wow. chain and tell me I'm a bad girl. That if Eolon could see her now, that he would never love such an ugly beast. I think he would have fucked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a little peanut butter. 
When they, oh wow. <laughs> Irish wolfhound. <laughs> well, peanut butter where? Irish wolfhound. <laughs> such a big talk. <laughs> so uh, when they got to Fergus's stronghold, Tori knew where she was and knew the man. To knew the man threw stones at dogs, and she started to shake uncontrollably <coughs> and whine pitifully in despair. Oh, uh, we're bringing Fergus back, that fucking dog I'd also like hater. to point out she understands English. She, she is indeed a human that understands. She's a human in a dog mm. body. Yeah. So I she understands switched. everything. <laughs> what the fuck's happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. So Fergus was outraged by the presence of the dog. Bitch, get out of here. But Ockdelve was clever and convinced uh, Fergus that the great Fionn McCumhale had sent her. Finn McCool. And that... You want to fuck with Finn McCool's dog? All hell to come. All hell to come. And that he wanted him (laughs) to look after the dog. To Fergus's resentment, he agreed to watch over her. Ockdelf handled Fergus's, or handed, sorry, Fergus Taurine's chain. Satisfied with her revenge, she had left and returned to the fairy world. The next day, Fergus asked the servants if the dog was still shaking, and they said yes. So he told them to bring them the dog, and they did. He asked the servants if there was a way to make the dog stop shaking, for he thought that if Fionn would punish him, should his dog's legs fall off. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's right. He thought, that he thought the dog was going to shake its legs off. Like, he just, you know. So he asked uh, if there was a way, and shake, the servant said shake, yes. And uh, <laughs> Shake your body right. The servant said that one must hug and kiss a dog to get it to stop shaking. So Fergus ordered his servants to hug Taurine. When the servant bent down, Taurine lunged at him, biting his hand and almost getting his nose. And then the servant... (laughs) (laughs) Fergus was angry and told everyone to fucking get the hell out of his room. And then Taurine starts to shake even more uncontrollably because of his outrage. <coughs> He's also a very large man. He's a big dude. He's a big guy. Big, a, they call him Big Fergus. <laughs> big Fergus. Big Ferg. Big Ferg. <laughs> so Fergus gets up and walks over to Taurine and tells her that if she bit him, she'd regret it. And so he picked up the dog and held her for a few moments. Again, apparently he's a very big guy to be able to pick up yeah. an Irish wolfhound. <laughs> he just picks up an yeah. Irish wolfhound. Let me Who hold is, you, Irish wolfhound. By wolf the way, out. six foot tall when it stands on its hind legs. Oh, easily. I've seen one around town, and yes, they yeah. uh, they stand There's pretty very tall very little. to the hip. Uh, I mean, they're tall. They're yeah. They're horses. Creatures. I want one. <laughs> they're horses and dog bodies. We need to get a good land, though. Anyway. So uh, Fergus starts to hug the dog while bouncing it gently and starts to pace about the room. The dog's head was nuzzled under Fergus's chin, and then the dog stopped shaking and gently licks Fergus's chin. He's taken by surprise that a dog showed any signs of liking him and puts the dog down. Sorry. To inspect her. (laughs) Making sure she wasn't about to start shaking again. Not just puts the dog down. (laughs) And then he kneels down next to her and gives her a kiss on the forehead. The dog gets excited and shows more love to Fergus. By the end of the next night, Fergus was calling Taurine his treasure, his everything. And he went as far as to tell everyone in the stronghold that if anything happened to his treasure, he would have a list of shit that he would fucking do to them. Fetch me my hazelnuts and some oil. I got a literal, <laughs> I have a literal Fine. shit list I have prepared for anyone who fucks 
with my dog. (laughs) So a year goes by and Fionn has just discovered that his aunt was not living with him, with Eolan. So he takes the Fianna and goes to Eolan's stronghold. When they get there, Fionn demands an audience with Eolan and tells Eolan that if he does not return his aunt to him, that he would take his head. Eolan was scared shitless and he begged Fionn to forgive him, to give him a week to find her. He hadn't even been looking. He's like, I've been in the fairy world. I've been doing ecstasy I've been doing that period, and yeah. dancing, and I don't know what's going on. Is it Tuesday? Chasing, <laughs> that <crazy laughs> Chasing the fairy. So <laughs> also, uh, I'd also like to point out real quick that I like to imagine this as uh, fucking uh, what's his name, Big Ferg, being the first person Big to Ferg. do dog talk to do baby talk to dogs and it also being that awkward for all of his people a dude big enough well, to pick up a wolf out just like out. he didn't oh, want anyone to see don't nobody kill my treasure if you kill my treasure <laughs> fuck with my treasure i will fucking do a hundred horrible things to you who's my little pookie i have a battle axe and i will cleave you in half <laughs> Who wants some nuzzles? <laughs> so, yeah. So he begged Fionn to, for, to give him a week to find her, and Fionn agrees. Eolan thought that his ex-girlfriend fairy had something to do with it, so he went to where he knew the fairy portal to last be. Oh, yeah, bitch was crazy. <laughs> me that but week. she's got good fairy dust. <laughs> yes. And uh, Find my way in that portal again. Is she... He gets there and he uses the magic whistle, but nothing. And he starts to panic and starts screaming out loud, Octave, Octave, many times. Until she finally appears. Apparently she was listening to him. But Let me holler at you. That whistle no Holla. longer worked on that portal, I guess. It's like a way of saying she changed the keys. Uh, she changed you know, the like, whistle key. Mm-hmm. So, Good old uh, whistle keys. <laughs> That's the future for us right there, too. Whistle key? Yeah, you don't know how to get into my house. So Eolan uh, yeah. begs and begs, saying that he didn't want to die by the hand of Fion. It's bad luck, don't you know? It's bad. It's bad luck to die by <laughs> that guy's hand. I mean, that's how the stories were. They were like, "Oh, by the way," I'm like, "What?" God damn. As it relates, I would do my very best to. So I'm just gonna life. fucking continue <laughs> yeah. their fucking tradition by adding it into here. Yeah. <laughs> by it's, the way, it's bad luck. By the way, it's bad luck to be killed by Theon. Such um, lose your head. <laughs> yeah. So Octave is still angry with him, yet she still loved him too. She tells him that since she's saving him from certain death, that his life now belonged to her, and Eolan agreed to her terms. And Octave tells him where to find her. Uh, he promises to return her once he uh, promises to return to her once Taurine was safe with Theon. Okay. I, I I don't know if he ever does fall through with it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Whatever. As so that, uh, it sounds like safe with Theon is just a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> when Eolan returns home, he tells Theon where to find his aunt, and together they row to Fergus's stronghold. When Theon and Eolan get to Fergus's. They uh, are greeted warmly by Fergus and his hound. Fionn and Eolan. Fionn and Eolan. 
tell Fergus about the whole situation. And then Fion turns his aunt back into a human because he has that fucking power. <laughs> he could do a lot of shit. He's a fucking yeah. druid. He learned magic Boom. from his hand. Boom! So druid, right there. You know what he did, right? Yeah. Uh, he walked in with a leather jacket on, saw the dog, <laughs> bumped it on the side, it turned into his aunt. And then he's like, hey, Finn McCool here. <laughs> Finn's here, party time! <laughs> Everyone had beers out of nowhere. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Toreen had her body and voice back and she started to cry and the servants rushed over her blanket to cover her nakedness. She tells Fionn that she had just given birth to two little pups. Fionn calls on his arcane <laughs> druid powers to turn them human too, but nothing works. Toreen's curse was too strong when she gave birth and it passed on to the boys, she said. Er. Yeah, and passed on to the boys. That's she said she named them Bran and Skolig. Bran and Skolig. That's gotta be, that's gotta be permanently traumatizing. <laughs> if you're a human giving birth to two puppies <laughs> in a dog body, and then even when you go back to human, it's like, no, uh, they're dogs. Nothing's right in my life. I have two <laughs> children that are dogs. <laughs> so Fion keeps the two boys his cousins, and they become his best friends. And they, he's like known for him and his two Irish wolfhound dogs. Like you'll find pictures of him throughout Ireland. It's just depicted as a giant man and two giant wolfhounds at his side. Just he's actually just gradually getting more badass as all like, of these stories yeah. progress. First, he didn't have anything. Then he learned knowledge and fucking took a demon head. <laughs> now he's got two wolfhounds. Yeah. So Torin, I would say America. Torin finds Ireland. real true love and marries a man who promises he's never had a relationship prior to her. A month goes by and Fergus is heartbroken that his treasure of a dog is gone. My bitch and, left me. And Fionn gave him, <laughs> even though Fionn had given him a buttload of treasure and gold for caring for his aunt, it was not enough to bring back the emotional. You know what I mean? He's like, what's all? What's the good of all this gold if I can't have my my true treasure, my Heck dog? Yeah. I love my dog. <laughs> this dog changed my fucking world. I'm no longer an asshole to dogs. You know what I mean? Now yeah. he goes now out. Now he's nice them. to dogs. You know what I mean? It was sad for he him. <laughs> Fion found out and sent him a puppy. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. He is pretty Isn't Finn I... McCool. Was the puppy poisoned? <laughs> no, or was it, was... it an assassin or something? See, Fionn all... <laughs> it doesn't say how, but Fionn was already like a, a dog breeder of sorts yeah. and already had like a, a series of hound dogs that True he was True fucking pimp. breeding and collecting. He had over a hundred dogs. Okay. Well, yeah, because he seems like the type of dude that would have an army of dogs. The Fianna consisted of like that seems like the type of thing Finn McCool would do. Uh, anywhere from six to twelve thousand warriors. So I mean, the Fianna clan was a he- nobody wanted to fuck with them. You know what I mean? Clan members were like a thousand Don't fuck best. With Don't fuck with them. That was back then, anyway. Yeah. So a few years go by, and Fionn and his two hound cousins, Bran, have become quite the fierce hunters. When they were out hunting, they came across a beautiful doe in the forest. Fionn takes aim with his bows, and just before he is about to loose the arrow, his two hounds jump in front to protect the deer. They could smell that she was truly human. 
Realizing something was up, he let his hounds lead the deer back to his home. Once the deer steps onto Fionn's lands, inside his stronghold, the deer transforms into a beautiful young maiden. She tells him that her name is So you still talk like a deer, lady. Sounds like an end name. S-A-D-H-B-H. Sadba. 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 Actually, uh, I think uh, we're going to, uh, most of you folks at home won't notice, but we need to take a quick break, I think. I believe there's stuff to check on the others. Yeah. But uh, other than me telling you this, uh, you probably wouldn't have noticed, but <laughs> we'll be instantaneously back for those of you who are listening. <laughs> Time travel, bitches. Roll it. At this point. Okay, let's go. All right. She tells him her name is Sahabaha, Sahabaha. And she was turned into a deer by an evil druid named Fear Doyrich. And he did Attorney this. Attorney at law. <laughs> because <laughs> she yes. refused to marry him. It didn't take too long for the two to fall madly in love and get married. And after a bit of time passes, Sahad, Sahad becomes pregnant. News of all this reaches the ears of the evil druid, and he comes up with a plan to kidnap her. While Fionn was out hunting, Fear Doyridge shapeshifted into <laughs> Fionn and went to his house. When he found Sahabara, he convinced her to follow him out into the woods as she blindly followed, for she thought that he was her lover. And she she doesn't sound like the brightest one des- describing how she first met. What's your name? <laughs> but this is shape-shifting, though. <laughs> this is shape-shifting, so I mean... Mm-hmm. There is some shape-shifting involved there. Once Fear Doyrich... Uh, <laughs> Fear Doyrich, attorney at law. <laughs> Got Sabahad a good deal away from anyone. He shapeshifted back into his original form and again turned Sahabahad back into a deer. Fion returns home to find that his wife is missing. He sends everyone out to search for her. Months go by and then years, and Fion starts to lose hope of finding his beloved. While out searching with his hounds, they picked up a track and started following it. I wonder how quickly he just assumed, too, and that's why he grabbed the hounds. Like, come on, dogs. I bet money I've got a nickel someone turned her into a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Deer? Fuck! Who had deer? Who had deer? (laughs) It led them to a cave where a small naked boy was inside. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, hey. Fionn is shocked and sees so... (laughs) So Fionn is shocked. Shocked, he sees so much of his beloved wife in the child's face Ew. and thinks that no. this must be where his wife must have been when she gave birth to their child. Oh, so it's not that that gross. Uh, it's, hey. it's my Jeez, boy. The boy uh, was it's my sp- boy. You must be my boy. <laughs> the boy was a spitting image of her, so Fion leads the boy home and decides to name him o- Ocean. Ocean. Should have been Sue. O-I-S-I-N. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought he was just, it was just like one of those hippie dad things. I'm naming you. Ocean. Well, that one I know is for sure pronounced like that. So I have no trouble with that one. I got it right, guys. <laughs> Ocean. <laughs> the boy eventually grows up and becomes a super famous on his own exploits, but that's a story for another Ocean, time. the super famous. We're going to stay focused on Fionn. Fan McCool. Um, McCool in the house. McCool in that house. So, next story. 
One day, while out hunting in new lands, Theon was invited. Oh, uh, 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 I'm so sorry. One day, <laughs> while hunting in new lands, Theon was invited to. He came across a woman crying next to a lake near a village. He asked her what was wrong and if there was anything he could do to ease her. The woman says that she has dropped her gold engagement ring into the lake and that she doesn't know how to swim. He smiled. Oh, oh wow. sorry. Wrong sound effect there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. He smiles at her here. and tells her not to worry, that gotcha. he will fetch the ring. And he takes off his weapon and most of his clothes and oh. dives into the lake. <laughs> He took off his clothes and his weapon. Yikes, how did he do that? He's now but a watch, eunuch. Watch out. My, <clears throat> my spear tip is really hot He's right now. He's now a eunuch. Oh. Well, uh, he dives down into the lake about 35 feet down and starts shifting through the floor with his hands. After a couple minutes, he finds it and hurries back to the surface. When he surfaces, he finds that the young woman has become an old and ugly. What? When he climbs out of the lake, she suddenly transforms Fion into a decrepit old man oh. with long white hair. <laughs> My now, arthritis. And that's when his weapon fell off. <laughs> 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 My weapon done. My spear tip's not hot anymore, Junior. <laughs> Fion demanded to know who she is and, uh, to, and demanded that she change him back. She laughs at him and says that her name is Calibera. 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 And that he could pretty much go fuck himself. <laughs> My name's Calibera, and you can go fuck yourself, Finn. <laughs> it does sound like a name of an Italian sausage. It does. <laughs> Calibera, Italian sausage. These are not Italian sausages. This is, uh... Remember, eat, eat of the Calibera, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> she then vanishes. Some when Fionn did not mash, return you know? from hunting, the Fianna went searching for him. <laughs> the Fianna get to the village where the old man Fion had also just gotten to. <laughs> I just got so here. So they just met each other there. It took Fion a long time to walk five miles. You know. <laughs> I need some prune juice. Regular. <laughs> Which way to the country kitchen buffet? <laughs> anyway, Fion wasn't recognized by any of the Fianna, and they were about to knock his teeth out for pretending to be their leader. Is he still like eight feet tall? I know, right? <laughs> He's like Who's four this? and a half. He's just really <laughs> slunched over. Who's this eight foot tall old Who's man? this giant old man? Well, at this time, he's like actually about 25, so he's already like 20 foot tall. Jesus, he's a big boy. <laughs> that makes Who's this the whole, 20 yeah. foot tall man who looks old? <laughs> uh, we're going to knock your teeth out, old man. I don't have teeth. <laughs> when suddenly Fionn's hounds jump in front of him to protect him. The villagers start to gather around the commotion, and when Fionn explains what had happened, the villagers confirmed to the Fianna that there was an old hag living in the woods just past the lake. The Fianna track and hunt down the witch and bring her back before Fionn. Time for a good old-fashioned witch burning again. Let's light them up. <laughs> they told her if she didn't change Fionn back, that they would burn her at the stake. Y'all yep. got your tiki torches. Let's get this yeah, happening. Let's get this happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scared for her life, she does as they say, and Fionn becomes a young man again. However, the, his white hair remained. 
Oh, so, okay. So Silver still, Fox. he keeps getting more badass. Well, See, Fionn now also... he's a 25-year-old giant with white hair and two wolf hounds. That's what Fion means, is the light or the bringer or the white. Mm. So it was, it was and just he's more got a hot tip spear name. and a big ass satchel. Well, I guess so. And now he's a silver fox. Now he's a silver fox. Gotta yeah, it's in vogue, I heard. Bringer of light. Gotta find that silver beaver. Well, apparently, <laughs> Calabara has also been fucking with the village for some time. <laughs> and the villagers offered the Fianna anything they had in exchange for burning her anyway. They took two carts of grains, some veggies, and a cart of chopped wood, and Calabara was burned. Yelling that they were uh, deceitful liars. And <laughs> we said we wouldn't burn you for that. We didn't. We're burning you because these guys offered us something to burn you. Totally <laughs> unrelated. <laughs> we, we kept true to our promise. We're like, we're not going to burn you for that. And that's the end of that saga. Grain and wood, though. <laughs> Light them up. <laughs> Ends in fire, though. Well, like I said, who doesn't like a good old-fashioned witch burning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably the what the that's <laughs> yeah. probably what the conversation really was with well, the town. They could always load her up with rocks and see yeah. if she, you know, could breathe underwater. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> they made it sound like the entire point of it was like she was fucking with the town, but really they probably got out there and they're like, okay, guys, we're going to take her down. And at least the four or five people from the town are standing there like, can we just... I put on shoes for this. Like I made this a thing. <laughs> I saw Clarks. witch burning. I blew off. I blew off going out to fucking cut my hay this morning. I put on my to fucking witch put on my clothes. favorite witch burning clothes and come out here and watch a good old fashioned burning. <laughs> the old witch burning hat on. Yeah. <laughs> and my pitchfork. Come Got on. Got my pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> Hurrah, guys! Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Years have passed since Fionn's love, Sabha, was taken. Sabha. He became lonely and decided to seek out another <laughs> wife. Word spreads throughout the land, and soon lonely. over a hundred women descend upon Fionn's doorstep, hoping that, that he would choose one of them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelmed by the amount of prospects, Fion sucks his thumb and suddenly has a fantastic That's idea. A <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what to do. And now all of the world's knowledge came rushing to him, rushing right. to his loins. Rushing to his loins. He yells out to all the women and tells them that there will be a race starting tomorrow morning at dawn. That by nightfall that he would be on the peak of the West Mountain and it would be a three days journey for all of them. <laughs> he would blow the horn in the morning to start and blow it again at dusk as they could <laughs> make to blow my horn. as they were to make camp. Because it was dangerous to travel. Yeah. Rusty clips, it's fucking, you ladies it's a make camp, I'm mountain. gonna stand in the woods and blow my horn over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fion was depicted as a giant, so it made it easily for him to make it up to the West Mountain in under four Huge hours. Huge horn. Huge <laughs> horn. <laughs> He's got a horn to blow, too. A three-day journey for you too. guys, a four-hour four walk for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Bull bullshit. Anyway. Those poor women. <laughs> <laughs> when morning came, Fion blew his horn, and the hundred maidens rushed to the top. By the time Fionn blew the horn at dusk to stop the race for the night, more than half of the maidens had given up. Most did not bring food with them because none had Hunger expected games, to be competing man. in a race. <laughs> Some got tired and gave up after a few others. Others thought it was simply not worth it. For the remaining Fuck maidens that stayed, most were equally or less than a third away. And it would take them actually four days to get there. A few made it a bit further up from the rest. By the next morning, Fionn blows his horn and the race resumes. 
The climb was even harder than the day before, and even more maidens turned back, giving up. When Fionn blew the horn at dusk, the maidens were glad to hear it, and Fionn watched those remains start to settle down and could see their campfire smokes through the trees. Once he knew they were settled, he snuck down and searched for the red-haired maiden that had caught his eye before the race began. Who doesn't oh, like yeah. the gingers? The old fire Going after the redhead. gingers. Yeah. She had a lovely smile I like how he snuck eyes. down. How many souls have you taken? <laughs> he, he's, he snuck down like, he's a giant. He's crawling through those woods. Well, and he's still a just fucking cr- master <laughs> hunter. It's like, it had more further detail. It says that he was like a master hunter and shit. He could see in the dark, so he fucking... Oh shit! He was like magical and shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's got that he's got druid going on. going on. Going on. What the him. ladies say? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, right? I guarantee though, uh, at least twenty-five weapon, of the I ladies. Still have my sword. At least twenty-five of the ladies instantly quit the race <laughs> when he left the palace, and they just looked up like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" How is that I gonna know. fit? That's not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm 5'2". His dong's like 4'3". <laughs> Turkey based. Turkey based. <laughs> yeah, well, how would you carry the child? <laughs> you can, exactly. Fetch my olive you oil. You would give birth to a full human size. <laughs> oh, God. So, silently stalking through the woods, he finally came across her Very sleeping. <laughs> he gently picks her up and starts to carry her further up the mountain, but not so far that anyone would suspect her of cheating and far enough up to assure the, her victory. The third morning, Fionn blew his horn again, and the race <laughs> continued. And when the red-haired maiden awoke, she was surprised at where she was, and got up and hurried up the mountainside. It was no surprise to Fionn when she was the first to reach him, and she tells him her name is Magnus. Magnus? Maginima. And they got married a month after that. So quick, the marriage. Well... She nice. had to w- walk for four days. She did. She did have Come to on. walk for no, four days. No, because Fionn went down and picked her up. But she's only going to last for like a day until he tears her in half. Like literally. Fucking days. In Maybe he fucking shrinks. Maybe he has druid powers. You know, he can shape shift back down to a smaller size. What if he's 25 foot tall, but he has a normal human penis? Even if it's large by normal standards. Like he's got like a 12 inch penis, but like that's not that big on his frame. (laughs) Fetch me my spectacles. I need to find this worm. Uh, Oh, wow. I expected something different. Mind if we just do hand stuff? <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I know who's doing all the work. <laughs> let, me, let me suck on that thumb of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> just, sorry. All right. Okay. So not all of Fionn's tales make him out to be a true hero. He is human after all and experiences anger and jealousy just like everyone else. Plus, he's a giant and the greatest <laughs> hunter and warrior, and one of the most powerful druids in the world. And has Sounds silver hair. Scary as fuck to me. And two dogs, mm-hmm. two badass dogs. It's two dogs that, that are his cousins. Yeah, with human <laughs> oh, minds, shit. dude. That's right. He's got cousin yeah. dogs. He has a fucking cousin dogs. Twelve thousand men follow him. Greatest warriors mm-hmm. across fucking Ireland. Anyway. So this is about the time Christianity is starting to be introduced to Ireland. Boo. I'm chasing the snakes out of Ireland. Those aren't snakes. Those are 
people. <laughs> oh, but they look like snakes to me. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, Fionn decides he wants to tour the Isles of Ireland and heads to the coast. He swam to the first island he came across, and its inhabitants welcomed him warmly. They gave him food and mead and then a place to stay for as long as he pleased. Fionn loved the beauty of the island, but thought that it was best just to stay the night and continue on his way. The, me- the next morning, he did as he thought. He thanked his islanders for their hospitality and swam to the next island. Thanks, Bratas. 20 miles <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> when he got there, he found an extraordinary game to hunt, and he didn't want to carry a bunch of animal hides and meat with him on his journey, so he decided <coughs> that he would only hunt one boar and stay the night there. And when morning came... He uh, took note of where the island was located, for he wanted to return later and hunt with his companions. Then he saw the next island. It was about 15 miles from where he was, and he jumped into the water and swam over. When he gets there, he is greeted by the locals, and their island was wondrous indeed. They took great pride in tilling the lands and caring for his forests. However, to his disappointment, there was no wild game, or any animals for that matter. As gracious as his island hosts are, he did not see any animals and wondered what their diets must be like. Not even domestic game. <laughs> we're we're even. we're strictly vegan here, Finn McCool. <laughs> I know that you're pretty Finn McCool back also, where you come from, but over here free. it's not very McCool to eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Done McCool now. <laughs> so uh he thought powers are gonna destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> he thought maybe that they have never seen uh, vegetation, you know, meat before. And so he swims back to the other island no and hunts steak. down. No have steak. <laughs> he hunts cool down a magnificent that. deer and a very large wild boar. He ties them their carcasses to his back and swims back to the village. When he returns, he sets down the carcasses and begins to began to build a fire. Once they were finished roasting, Fionn presents them t- to the village as a way of saying thank you to them. Unfortunately, their reaction was not what he was hoping <gasps> for. Listen, it listen, Finn, listen. Uh, we understand what you did there, but we don't appreciate you just killing animals. <laughs> the villagers were horrified and outraged at Fionn, calling him a murderer and a filthy beast. Turns out the village was vegan. And highly <laughs> frowned on by taking lives, yeah. big or small. And everyone knew that Fionn was a mighty warrior. We don't even eat How honey. could they not know? <laughs> <laughs> we got some serious level six vegans here. They won't even look an animal in the eyes. I mean, if you greet Fionn and you see him, how can you not assume he doesn't fucking eat meat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, we thought he was just a very strong vegan. Beyond couldn't get the villagers <laughs> to calm down and stop calling him names, so we told them that if they didn't stop insulting him, that he would punish them. And they didn't care, so he, they continued to call him a murderer. Fur is murder! <laughs> Beyond had had enough, and using his crazy awesome druid powers, he placed a large and powerful curse that embodied the entire island. He turned all living creatures on the island into granite statues. And the island began to rumble and shake. And the water started to go further inland, making it than it had been before. Y'all stone now. It's Atlantis. The island was beginning to sink from all the weight from the granite. Just because 
the people were granted didn't mean that they couldn't hear. So Fion, in his anger, yells loudly at them, saying, you brought this on yourselves. Every <laughs> you seven vegan years. fucks. Sucks to <laughs> suck, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Every seven years, your island will be permitted to return. This curse that I've placed will only be broken if someone places a Bible on it. During its short period of return, only during its short period of return. The ocean water comes pouring in and the granite statues are waist deep. Fionn continues to say, I also placed a curse on anyone who should try to bring in the island a Bible. None of you are worthy of returning to your former selves. And with this final word, Fionn returns home. When he makes it back to the mainland, he looks back at the island he had came from and watches it sink below the waves. I would like to uh, also... Because it doesn't actually exist, I don't think. But I'd like to have heard the OG, OG version of that story. Like, what was it before the Bible? Because when, like, Christianity took over in Ireland, they did that with a lot of the Celtic myths where they just incorporated them, but just, like, went through and scrubbed all the pagan words and changed them to, like, uh, like you know, Bible or Christ. or Celtic yeah. ways, you know, writing was looked down on. Yeah. Like yeah. you were weak. Bunch of yeah. fairies. You should have fucking remembered no, that oh wait, shit. No, there are fairies. That's why you're a druid. You've been studying fire, it yeah. for so long. Yeah. That's where the Isle of Men is and shit. Yeah. Where all the druids were said to. History passed out upon generation after generation around it like a fire. It was how I imagine like that whole culture went yeah. forever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sing songs, like remember like uh, facts and songs, basically? Remember facts and songs, yeah. So, a few years go by, and Fionn's wife passes away. Fionn fell into a great depression, and for the next five years, he would deal with his grief. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He, in order to deal with his griefs through battles and violence. Eventually, Fionn grew tired of this and wanted a new companion, but didn't want the flock of women to come pouring into his stronghold like last time. (laughs) <laughs> Although the aging warrior had many suitors, his eyes were fixed on the beautiful Grainier. Grainy? Grainy? Rainier. 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 Please tell me that Rainier. she's a giant, too. Need one of them Renoirs? Renoirs. Renoir, yay. Who was the high king Cormac's daughter? Cormac. When Grainier was younger, she fell in love at the sight of a young man. And as she grew older, she turned away all the men who would come to her seeking her hand in hopes that she would come across him again. When Fion came to ask for her hand, she thought, how could I refuse such an offer from such a famous warrior? So she agreed. A month later, (laughs) a huge celebration (laughs) slash feast came to in honor of the marriage they were about to get married. Um, And Fion brought his entire Fianna. And that's when Granny sees the young man from her past. She instantly falls in love with him all over again. He was Fionn's handsome young lieutenant named Dermot... Dermot... Dermond? Dermood? Dermond. 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 Overwhelmed by the sight of him, she hid in the corner and cast a powerful sleeping dust that cast the entire kingdom. Sleeping dust, go! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Once everyone was asleep, Grainier walks over to the sleeping Dearman and wakes him and confesses her love for him. Dearman told her that he was sorry and could not betray his friends. 
and bros his leader. before hoes. <laughs> you know, I love you, girl, but bros before hoes. Just got to say it. Also, have you seen your boyfriend? <laughs> he is literally 25 fucking feet tall. This response The dude swings cock taller than I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the response did not detour Granier's ambitions. She enchants him with a love spell, and the two lovers flee with haste. When morning came, everyone started to wake, and Fionn realizes what his buddy and the woman he was going to marry had van- done. Oh, fuck. Uh, he gets pissed. He's dead. He feels betrayed, fuck you know? Yeah. Well, he promises to find the two, and he leads to Fianna all over Ireland, always hot on the two's trail. One day, they were closing in, and Granier is super pregnant. And while yeah, yeah, like they okay, so he's also known for doing like Ireland's like historical landmarks. Like you'll find like two stones sleeping like over like a stone hedge almost, like just two stones with one stone wall over the top. And these two, they're all over Ireland, and like it's said that if you can throw like a rock on top, you can find true love forever, and it has to stay there for seven years. (laughs) Seven years. it's also the places where the two would sleep while they were on the run from Fionn and the Fianna. Like Bonnie and like Clyde style. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of the landmarks in Ireland are related to the stories. But we I, must I'm not run away from him. Actually, like no way I'm letting him put that thing inside. Like <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, so he leads them all over <laughs> Ireland, hot on their trail. One day they were closing in and Grainier is super pregnant. And while Grainier and Dermid, Dermid were fleeing... They encountered a huge wild boar, Uh-oh. and Dermud pushes Granny back Dermund. and pulls out his sword. The wild boar charges him as Dermud stabs the boar in the heart. The boar had, in turn, gouges Dermud in the stomach. Oh, he gets it's stuck. One. It's like fucking, what's his name? King yeah, Baratheon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've read this story before. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> probably where to get it. I don't know. Dermud. He got <clears throat> stuck by the pig who stuck him, he and he stuck it. <laughs> fatally wounded. And a few minutes later, Fionn and the Fianna catch up. And the super pregnant Grainier begs Fionn to save her lover. She tells him to please have mercy and that it was not Dermud's fault. Please save him. Please save Somehow. him. <laughs> Somehow everybody knows that Fionn's hands are magic. And that he if got he cuts magic hands. In his happens and if he cuts water in his hands like anyone who drinks from them will be blessed or not blessed but fucking instantly heal god forbid <laughs> what he puts his fingers sip in. My, sip my <laughs> sip my hand water i'm just gonna suck on my thumb of knowledge real quick while you sip on my hand water <laughs> now you're safe <laughs> <laughs> so grainy uh begs beyond to do that and uh even though Fionn pities her, he is still overwhelmed with anger at the whole situation. I pitied a fool. And uh-huh. she was pregnant with another man's child. He was, you know, he was promised her. I'm telling yeah. you that. Bitch. She, uh, uh, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, he pretended to agree to help. And, uh, sure, I'll do he it. He went down the hill to gather <laughs> water with his hands. As he traveled back to oh, Dearman, please tell me he pisses. He would shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you, bro. Hold on, I got you. <laughs> Fuck my wife. <laughs> As he traveled back to Dearman. He would shake his hand and let the water run through his fingers. And as he got to Dearman, the water would be completely gone from his hand. Uh, he would apologize that he, and then he did it. 
does it like two more times. <laughs> By the time he got back on the third fake try, Dermod passes away, and Fionn takes Dermod's bodies back to his clan where he was raised. The clan where he was raised. And the Fianna take Granny back to the High King where she gives birth and then dies from her grief. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, well, I'm willing to bet he also overly sarcastically was dropping the water. He'd just grab it like, oh, I got you. Oh, 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 what happened? Oh. It's like a Jolly Appleseed reference or something. I would also like to point out that all these stories have different endings and different versions. Well, I'm okay. picking the ones that I fucking like, okay? Okay, yeah. Well, it I doesn't mean, sound like, like they all have to be happy endings. Yeah. Like, she either dies one way or another. She dies from her grief. She throws herself in front of a carriage. Uh, there's one story where she marries Fionn, but then later dies because she's still in grief. Yeah. The grief. She fucking dies. <sighs> one where she fucking gives birth to her child and then raises her child to hate Fionn and seek vengeance on her father's ears. I mean, it's fucking weird. On your father. Like, the Celts oh, have different all right. versions all over the fucking place. And, like, and these are just like. bearded gray beard yeah <laughs> seek vengeance on your father <laughs> anyway yeah yeah so a year goes by and fion still longs for a companion oh fion <laughs> ain't getting that wop he, no more he is not he is lit yeah he ain't getting the wop no more but he is literally slaying pussy <laughs> this <visits> entire story <laughs> like i'm sorry buddy but he visits the Maybe town. you well, shouldn't no, have a girl. No, he was married. No, like he was about to marry fucking the bitch, but the bitch fell in love with his lieutenant. Yeah, went, yeah, yeah. And then put and a then spell on him. What happened to his last wife? Uh, well, what about say. the wife before that? Uh -huh. yeah, they, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe the dude shouldn't have a normal size wife. I'm not sure. I couldn't <laughs> find. I did look for that story, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, how did she die? Nobody. He is a shapeshifter. Nobody. Okay, so he visits the town of Kildred and meets a beautiful, clever, and witty noble woman named Una. And Una. Fionn call, falls in love Una. and courts her for a while to make sure she truly felt the same way. Even introduced her to all the clan members Yo of the Fionn. You know, Check to make sure clan. that she didn't have <laughs> some RZA, secret love for the anyone. Jizza, old dirty bastard up in the cut. Didn't want her to be like the last girl. Anyway, they got married and they lived happily together. One day, Fionn was out hunting with his trusty hounds at Bran and Skolleg, his cousins, and they were deep in the forest. They had never ventured so far deep before. Yep. <laughs> but something was telling Fionn to go further. Keep going. Deeper. I hate you guys so much sometimes. I want all of it. Uh, all of your sword. Get into this forest with that hot spear tip and that magic satchel. They start to hear water dropping and think that there could be a spring nearby. Then they start to hear the hoofbeats in every drop of water. Suddenly, a gigantic boar appeared. And oh, as fuck. the boar walked, each hoof would release large puddles of water. We got a squirter. Beyond thought, now that is a Bring prize to be held, and bucket. I must have it. <laughs> you guys fucking with me? You guys are terrible. I'm telling an awesome story about a boar whose water, whose hooves leak water. So I've seen uh, a boar who leaks water in my up. time or two. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> my is just like a, a moment to eat. <laughs> oh, almost. Wait, almost. Almost. Okay. Two, so, two pages four. left. Yeah. So he and his hounds took chase to it. They run and run, slightly, constantly going to their left. 
and they keep running and eventually come back to where they first gave chase to the boar. So it was like a very large ring of water. The boar continues to run along the inside of the inner water ring, and Bran was hot on the boar's heels. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> the ring of water was getting thicker and thicker. <laughs> and Fionn, shut up. Here she goes. Fionn had to jump over. Is that water boiling yet? <laughs> and he waited for the boar to come back around. Skolek had followed behind Bran, and Bran was nipping at the heels of the magic boar. When the boar comes back around, he spots Fionn taking aim with his bow and squeals. The magic boar. <laughs> Is it hot in here or just me? Hey. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> the magic boar suddenly jumps up high, and when he comes back down, he slams his hooves onto the ground, and a flood of water comes pouring out, making the ground into a giant lake. He runs across the water and escapes. Gonna need a bigger bucket. Skolag was far enough back that the blast, that the hit from the blast did not hurt him that bad. And he was able to swim back to Fion. But poor Bran was injured so badly he Aww. couldn't swim back and he ended up drowning. Aww. Well, we so are going to need cousins. a bigger boat. Oh, it was so sad. Oh, marinating. I know, right? <laughs> so as the years go by, Fion starts to shit. Starts shit with a giant <laughs> from Scotland, and his name was Brenna Donner. You see they that just... big fucker, Brenna Donner? He thinks he's some shit, but I've got one dog left. And so they're at no they're both Donna. at the top coast, so up, very up high, yeah. where they're fucking the closest. Anyway, Brimadonna. so they're no, over Brimadonna. there. They're talking shit to each other. They can clearly see each other. They're two giants, you know. I see you, bitch, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Hey. You know what I mean? Scotland's for pussies. So they just kept, <laughs> they just kept yelling insults at what one another. Are you guys another. playing golf over there? I'm <laughs> I'm literally sinking islands with granite over here, bitch. <laughs> and since Fionn decides that since he's strong and powerful, that he needed to get over there and teach Brenna Donner a lesson. So night and day, the two would take large chunks of nearby cliffs and throw them into the water oh. to make a bridge. While they were building, they continued to insult each other. And Brenna Donner got under <laughs> Fionn's skin so bad, talking about his loss of grain ear to one of his homies. Yeah, to one of his homies. And in a great rage, Fionn picked up a gigantic piece of land and threw it as far as he could. But it didn't quite reach Brenna Donner, and it floated a little ways down. And the land became known as Australia. the Isle of Man. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Isle yeah. of Man. Okay. I like Australia. Upon getting closer to each other, Fionn realizes that Brenna Donner is twice his size and that he's Jesus. fucked. I didn't see how cut this <laughs> so dude was Fionn. when I was yelling at him back there. I was really drunk last night when I started this project. Just started throwing rocks. <laughs> yeah. So Fionn hightails at home and tells his wife Una what had happened. As I've mentioned before, Una is clever and witty, and she tells her husband to wrap himself in sheets and get in the bathtub. <laughs> Brenna Donner <laughs> keeps throwing boulders into the water until he's finished making the bridge from Ireland to Scotland, and then he hunts down Fionn. When Brenna Donner gets to Fionn's home, he is greeted by Una, who tells him that her husband was out hunting, but he would return shortly. He was welcome to wait, and she continued to tell him that she was making griddle cakes for the baby and offered him a plate. Brennan Dunner thought to himself that he was famished from building the causeway. That's what it was called, by the way, that bridge. Yeah. It's, it's called the Giant's Causeway. Yeah. Uh, to the island. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, the Giant's Causeway. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
even to Ireland. That's its yeah. real name. Uh, he graciously accepted, and while Una was cooking the griddle cake, she added iron chains to a couple of them and offers those to Brenna Donner. I'll break my teeth. His mouth waters at the sweet smell and Fuck bites yeah. into one. He lets out an agonizing scream as he breaks seven teeth. Oh, shit. Giant <laughs> teeth. Broken. <laughs> he yells at Una, what the hell is in this? And she calmly and curiously asks, whatever do you mean? They are simply griddle cakes, and I feed them to my baby. She takes some regular griddle cakes, no iron inside, and shows Brennan Donner their baby, which is Fionn wrapped in sheets. Then she shows oh, him look feeding at the, the little baby the little griddle cake. Oh, look tall guy. That came out of me. is amazed. How can they eat those without breaking their teeth? He wanted to check the baby's teeth for signs of damage, for he was just too astonished. So he sticks his finger in Fionn's mouth, and <laughs> Fionn bites his finger so hard it almost <laughs> comes off. Mind if I finger your baby's mouth? <laughs> now Benadonner is scared. That's he why thinks you don't put your finger in things that don't if Fionn's baby is this exactly. strong, how strong was Fionn? Scared he was going to get his ass kicked, he ran out of Fionn's home and takes off back across the causeway. Thinking Fionn might follow him, he destroys the bridge that goes back to Scotland. As war became less and less, Fionn thought that it was time to lay down his weapons, so he concocted a hibernation potion and went to went into a cave below a fairy mound. There he made a bed and took a <laughs> called the butthole. Took the oh my god, and took the potion. But before he left, he told the Fianna that he would return when Ireland was in its greatest need. That they just need to blow the horn of the Fianna three times and he will wake. And that is the end. Where's that horn, though? I don't know. I'm not blowing it. It's a big ass horn. They also say that he was actually buried between two giant fairy mounds. Like they were like 470 feet tall. And recently, archaeologists did find a fairy mound? The exact ones that they kept talking about. Uh, and they, they excavated it, and they did find two human bodies in it, one male and one female. They didn't get to Never Never Land. Uh, mm. 12 feet tall? I don't know. No, dude, he was say. like 20 feet tall. Come like, on. Like, I don't know. Uh, by then, he must have been like 20 to 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee they didn't I mean. find a skeleton yeah. that big, because no, we would have definitely okay. heard about that. Yeah. I tried to buy one off of Amazon earlier today. <laughs> For real. Yeah, $300, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah, Well, folks, uh, this has been the story... Sounds like the complete legacy of uh, Fionn. Com- what was it? Matt Mc- Cumhill. Mac- Fionn McCumhill, or Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Finn McCool. I like hey. that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Finn McCool's here, everybody. Party time. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Boom! Wow! Boom! Wow! Idiot. That happens every time yes. Finn walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Finn McCool's here. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thank you very much. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Um, yeah. Uh, will you pass me that thing right in front of you, sir? Uh check back with us on monday for some new chewed up and spit out as always uh these same two fuckers that we were just talking with always on that podcast want 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 still jeff over here love talking to you guys yep timmy aka the fat chef 
I am Kimbo. And Kimbo, we got our, our sources are Finn McCool. <laughs> oh my God. Please tell me. FinnMcCool.co.uk. I just want, I wish that was my website. <laughs> 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 the Wild Geese, Irish blog post, uh, RetroGateway.com, and Pajak.com. Thank you very much, everybody, and good night. Happy good nights, everyone. Night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.